How important is water to your health? We're going to go back to the basics on this because I think in order to teach about something like this, you've got to go back and you've got to talk about water in general. Um, your your uh, Water's part in your body, right? How much water should I drink will be a quick topic. And there's a lot of misinformation about that. Remember, the government tells us eight glasses, uh, eight glasses for a 100-pound person and eight glasses for a 250-pound person. It, just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't scale. Right, so we'll talk about that a little bit more. And then the third one is why Kangen water is the best water to drink. Now, Kangen water is a trademark term. So when we say Kangen water, it's trademarked to come only from Enagic. Enagic is the Japanese company, but that's the only company that makes medical devices at least. Right. So we're going to refer to Kangen water um, from here on. Kangen in Japanese means back to origin. So this water that we're talking about, the water that you're drinking, exists in nature. The water that comes out of your tap and the water that comes in these bottles does not exist in nature. And it's not a marketing term either. And if you think about it, right, a tomato exists in nature. Uh, a, a can of tomato paste is a man-made refined product and it comes with problems. Right? We're not going to go too deep into the problems, but it's not a natural product. It doesn't have the natural uh, constituents. How important is water? We are water, right? 95% of your liver is water. 75% of your heart is water. Um, we try to get complicated with health and we try to get overly complicated. If we stay with the basic concepts, we do ourselves a huge favor. If you understand that 75% on average of your body is water, then you have to conclude that water is the most important thing in your body. Water is the most important thing to your health, right? Um, we go so far as saying the water that you choose and how much of it you drink is more important than the diet you're on, right? It, it's a quick way to become sick, eating poorly, but it is a quicker way dehydration and drinking the wrong water or not drinking enough water, right? Because we're going to talk about the origins of a lot of disease and their basis in dehydration in um, So we are water. And nothing happens in our body without water. Every breath we take, every thought, every movement, every intention, um, every worry that we have, every single thing in our body happens with water or in a water environment. So to the extent that we can increase our exchange rate and improve the quality of our water, in other words, drink more water and drink better water, is to the extent that we can become more healthy. And health is on a continuum, right? I mean, our health waxes and wanes throughout our lifetime, right? We have there are days that weeks go by that I eat horribly and I pay for it. You feel that. And then days I feel better because I eat better. Right? Well, that's kind of a microcosm for life. And the water is the easiest thing to change. So we are water and everything that happens in our body happens in or with water. That's how important water is. I would say 99% of people in America are dehydrated. And I, and I should say, I'm going to say dehydrated for now, but the proper word would be underhydrated. Dehydrated is another term. Um, underhydrated. And, and there are doctors out there that are making cases that that is the origin of most of the diseases that we have. And we'll, we'll go through that in a minute, but, but how disease happens. Um, I didn't really know what being hydrated was until about day six that we were on this water, back when we bought these machines. It feels good. Right? Being hydrated feels good. Your skin changes. Your your wounds change. Your, uh, you know, uh, we went through all sorts of changes, and we bought these machines, and you know, 
the six dates, we made our decision. It was based on drinking the water. Do you have energy? Right? Yeah. The energy's crazy. Um, it's natural energy. It isn't. It, it feels different than a coffee or a stimulant or a central nervous system control. It's real energy. Um, Dr. Bamangelic is an Iranian doctor that specializes in the study of water, just water. In fact, when he was living, he didn't know much about this water because it came after him and it wasn't his area of study. He treated people with water and salt, and he cured people. He cured people with water and salt. Remember what I said about pills? No pill ever cured anything. He cured and got rid of diseases with people with water. He's written four books on the subject. I recommend any one of them. The new scientific understanding is that chronic unintentional dehydration in the body can manifest itself in as many ways as we have invented diseases. And then let's read this, and then we're going to put these two thoughts together. When your body doesn't have enough water, your brain will ration that water. Your brain will take whatever water it needs for, for its needs, and then it will dole out whatever's left. Right? So every one of your organs, or your bones, your skin, your kidney, your liver, everything will get less water than it really needs to be optimal. So all of these will power down, and they will work at less than optimal um, uh, capacities. So now let's talk about this invented diseases. Right? Let's just say we all have a different disease, right? You have skin cancer, you have depression, you're obese, I have, uh, I have um, megalomania, whatever. We all have a different disease, okay? Um, we're all going to go to different doctors. So one of the problems with allopathic medicine is a beautiful thing is the specialization and a horrible thing is the over-specialization, right? So now we're going to go to a different doctor and he's going to give us a pill because he's a specialist in that area to control the symptoms without fail, all of us will get a pill that will, or a, or, a, or a protocol, surgery or something that will not necessarily address the problem, that will, will treat the symptoms. What do we all have in common is Batman Gallage makes the case that dehydration was the beginning of these things. If you look at the growth of diabetes or cancer, right, let's take cancer first for a second. The chances of getting cancer 100 years ago were one in thousands. One in thousands, right? We didn't even have good data. The chances of getting cancer these days are one in two or one in three, depending on if you're a man or a woman. One in two, one in three versus a thousands a hundred years ago is not a genetic movement. It's an epigenetic movement. It's uh, inputs. It's, it's your choices. It's what we eat. It's what, what's in our air. It's what's in our water. It's what's in our environment. Um, it's, and it's changed. And if you look at any of these things that are, 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 are hockey stick-like growths on, on these diseases, there's only one thing we can say is we're not doing the right things for your health. Um, so we all have these our separate diseases. And he makes the case that we dehydrate the cells, all the cells. Our brains ration the water. Our bodies, our organs don't get enough water. So your DNA might give you a kidney problem. Your DNA might give you a lung problem. Your DNA might give you a skin problem. But what were they all originally? We dehydrated the cells over time. When you dehydrate the cells, it's a mathematical imperative that those cells will become more acidic as opposed to alkalinity. And those cells will become oxidizing. It's something called oxidative stress. It's basically premature aging, right? Like the, the, the screws in this rust. In June of, of 2007, we put three screws in there and they're, they're rusting out and they'll soon just be powder. That same day, we put water in our water, an antioxidant water. And unless I open this up and, and, and uh, introduce it to some air, 
which is what oxidation is, just natural exposure to air, oxygen in particular, then these will never rust because they're completely in a completely closed antioxidant um, environment. And so we dehydrate the cells over time, they become more acidic, we introduce oxidative stress, and we all get different diseases, and they're all treated differently, and no one gets cured, right? How you get there is one of the concepts he teaches. How you get there, how you got sick, is how you get back by reversing that. It's a, it's a simple concept that has exceptions to it, but it's generally thinking. You got there by being acidic, you've got there by uh, oxidative stress, and you've got there initially by dehydration. And those are your three keys to get back to health. These are what dehydration looks like. And if we look at beginning symptoms, intermediate symptoms, and advanced uh, symptoms, what you notice here about beginning symptoms is that they seem like they're everyday things. Especially as we get older, we think, well, that's just aging. But it's not. And it doesn't have to be. Because we also have friends that we know that never get sick, or they're in the gym, or, 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 they, or, or I lived in Japan for seven years. The Japanese people are very, very, very healthy, and they live a long, long time. These are not inevitable. These are choices. Remember, your, your, your health is 100% your responsibility, and these are not normal. Right? Uh, headaches, crap, I don't get headaches anymore. Uh, I used to get headaches all the time. Irritability, and, well, I can get irritable, but... <laughs> fatigue. I can hear yeah, yeah. Fatigue through the roof. You have energy all day long as long as you're drinking this water. And then intermediate and then advanced. And if you notice that when we talked about those those diseases we invented, when we invent a disease, we define it by its symptoms. We literally say, if you've got these three symptoms, you've got diabetes. We're not talking anything about the, the, the cause or, or the source. These are, are diseases we made up that are defined by their symptoms and they're treated with protocols that never make you better, right? And this is what dehydration causes. These are not dehydration, are not the only causes of these, obviously, but they are causes of all of these. Right? Nothing hydrates like water. We are not 70% Gatorade. We are not 70% fruit juice. There are reasons why water is the thing we should drink. Nothing hydrates like water. Sodas, coffees, teas, they dehydrate you. There's a bunch of problems with it in terms of acidity and, and oxidation and sugars and salts and everything. But the big thing is they not only don't dehydrate you, they, they, um, they not only don't hydrate you, they dehydrate you. So if I drink 12 ounces of coffee, I've got to drink like 14, 15 ounces of water to replace that water. It's a diuretic and it dehydrates. As we age, our thirst mechanisms go away, right? And so one of the challenges we have with older people when we try to get them on the water is that they're not thirsty. Because if you remember what controls um, our, how much water your body gets is your brain. Your brain also sends thirst signals. If you get thirst signals, it's a lagging indicator. You've been dehydrated for a long time. So by the time your mouth gets thirsty, you've been dehydrated for a long time. We have to re-engage older people's thirst mechanism. We've got to get them in the first week to drink enough water so their brain turns on and says, okay, I got this good water. I wanted to keep it coming. I didn't know if I could trust it, but I got it three or four days in a row, so I'm going to call for more water. I'm going to release more water to the system. I'm going to regulate that my body gets more water because I feel safe that that water's coming in. It's just a survival mechanism. We have no idea how it happens. 
then we can get the, the older people to start getting thirsty. Once we can get them to get thirsty, they'll drink a little bit more water every day. And then they'll start to rehydrate. Then they'll start to feel good. And that's when we can really show them how important this water is. Um, chronic cellular dehydration of the body is the primary cause of painful degenerative diseases. This is one of his quotes, right? If you read any of his books, he thinks the biggest problem with medical uh, research anyway is it's driven by big pharma, which is good and bad. And we're not here to, to crush big pharma, but we are saying that their goals are different, right? Their goals are not health. Their goals are the management of symptoms of disease. And that's right in the definition of what they do. They do what they do very well. But does it do us good? Not in all cases. The primary cause, in other words, where it started. By the time you have a heart problem uh, and you go to your doctor, it might have been 30 years of dehydrating yourself that set the environment that created all other conditions. Right? Your body needs a lot of water. Proper hydration can reverse and improve a wide range of health problems, such as fill in the blank. Right? We can't say that about pills. We can only say that pills will control the symptoms. No pill has ever done what proper hydration can do. Mm -hmm.